Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Don't need a credit card to ride this train, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Yeah. My name's Marcus, and that's the voice of Pete Donaldson. Hello. Jimmy C's here. Hello. And lunch money, Luke Moore is back in town. Give it to me, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Three's company before the Ramble. Good to have you back, Lukey. Thank you. It's mm. nice to be back. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I never Thanks for holding the fort while I was away. Damn right. That's all we can do while you're away. Mm. We were a bit down last week, I thought. A man, yes. <laughs> I, 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 I um, actually listened to the show uh, son, oh. Sons Me on the way in. Very good of you. More on that later. Is that M-double-O-R-E? Yeah. That's a new section. See me. More on that. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Moore. Now, Jose Mourinho's Chelsea were called boring by Arsenal fans on the weekend, which is not the first time they've been labelled as such. Arsenal fans need to realise that when you do that after you've just been beaten, it looks as Nil-nil, mate. Nil-nil. Yeah. I shouldn't. I'm, I'm out of touch I'm out of touch <laughs> <laughs> they were play your way yeah. back in they, you, were, they were beaten to the three points thank you very much there we go. yeah rescued mm. 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 your first touch shouldn't be a back what, heel you understand what I mean yeah. <laughs> yeah. close turn in my own area there <laughs> back fired they were 1-0 well down I'm not feeling that chastened by that comment but I am stranger. <laughs> yeah um, well you know what I mean that it comes across as bitter yeah, yeah. well it, it, I don't think they're hiding that no it's all we've got really is that because it is bitter yeah it's it's profoundly bitter well, what's the most boring thing in or to do with football or a particular moment or a game or something like that, um, Jim? Um, something I find increasingly boring the more that we, we have to put up with it. Before you actually go into this, can I just say this is a very, very weird...
weird way to start a football show. <laughs> what is the worst thing about football every night? boring, I put. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Go on, Jim. Well, I would say just a general proliferation of, of media training in football mm. in general because it's all the build-up around the game, whether it's, whether it's before the game, whether it's after the game, whether it's looking ahead to any you know game in a, any competition, it's, it's just the same boring answers. You, you basically learn nothing from, from any of these interviews, from the press conferences, from the post-match interviews. Post-match interviews are only interesting if someone nearly says bollocks, for example. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or Craig Bellamy's involved. By, by, doing, by, doing, what, by doing what they do... And sanitise them to such an extent, it almost completely removes the point of having them in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. And I utterly, utterly understand for the, from the club's point of view, it's better that the players just do these bland sound bites and they toe the party line and it makes sense. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just boring, isn't it? And give, them, give them some hippie crack before. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or just <laughs> throw in a couple of weird questions, like Guy mm. Mowbray, when he's getting, like, getting stared at, like, like that from Louis van Gaal a couple mm. of weeks ago. Why didn't you just go, all right, Louis, obviously you don't like these um, this line of questioning, so what's your favourite dinosaur? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just mix it up. You know, you know the, the press keep calling it hippie crack? If you mm. went down to sort of, uh, just down the road there and tried to buy some hippie crack. You, if, you, if you called it hippie crack, I don't think they know what you're talking about. I, yeah. I, um, lights out. <laughs> yeah. I live in Brighton where there's lots of hippies uh, and they do actual crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hippie crack is just crack. Yeah. <laughs> Crack, cracks for anyone, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Young and old. Very egalitarian. <laughs> small. Drug. Yeah, very is, egalitarian. Yeah. Well, yeah. Careful. Hmm. Other drugs are available. <laughs> uh, Luke. What's the question again? Crack. Oh, yeah. Boy. Crack, yes yeah. or no? What's my favourite? <laughs> what's your favourite? Crack. <laughs> what, what's my crack pipe of choice? <laughs> um, most boring thing in football. Oh, yeah. Drugs I, are bad. I have got an egg. I have got an, 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 an brilliant. They are technically brilliant, Marcus. <laughs> Oh dear. Have you quite finished? I'm just, I'm just telling the kids to do drugs. You think I've forgotten what you were like because I've been away for a week? <laughs> you're like Brian Harvey in so many ways, yeah. Pete. Uh, I hear what you're saying, Pete, but I'm here now. <laughs> Get on with it. My answer is the publication of the fixture list because I do not yeah. give a shit. I agree on that, yeah. Oh, you mean at the start? Or Everyone just before goes the season. mad for it because people are a little bit... Um, bereft of football well, it's it? another symptom of rolling news isn't it yeah. of rolling football news which I guess these post-match interviews are as well because there's just so, much, so much more of them yeah, it's, the I, way I, I, I find it really is. difficult to, to get excited by it and it almost makes you feel weird for not being excited by it I, I can't get into it at all the only thing I would ever look for is if my the team that were rival to the team I support and we're in the same division I've been mm. looking for those two games other than that you've got to play everyone and even when someone says oh yeah but what about if someone has a really hard run in you don't know who's going to be good yeah. to that point you know if you could say oh yeah we've got Chelsea may not in the last um in the last two games well Chelsea could have already won the league by then it's mo- may it's not I could already be 7 for it you don't yeah, know yeah. what's going to happen it's more for the drinkers I think <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sort of planning, yeah. planning their drinking trying I to think. plan which ones are moved to a Sunday yeah. so you can have an all day session in the park well, exactly. it doesn't, it doesn't, it, and, and that's another point it doesn't really matter because they move fixtures all over the shop yeah. especially near the uh, also as well end. drinkers are probably not the most organised bunch no well I drink and I'm well organised thank yeah. you very much yeah. really who's, I, who's I agree with half of that whose studio are you in Marcus and who was late to the studio exactly you were Massively, we both were because <laughs> I knew you would be. <laughs> Pete's really into that uh, that boozer's crack. Pete, what are you going for then, Bravnik? I'm going to go for um, the d- moribund selection of snacks and treats at the um, at the stall. I don't even understand time. what you mean. Oh, I, I just, thought you were talking the, about the, the, how generic the um, sweets and treats are. Uh, the beer selection's terrible at, at football matches, modern football yeah. matches. The, um, <laughs> it's always just like really massive um, bags of like mini crunchies and stuff. Yeah, you um, have to buy. You have to Maltesers. buy. Like, you have to buy a massive 
if you say you want anything sweet at a football game, you have to buy a massive packet, yeah. or, and, it, and it costs you about four pounds. And the hot dogs are like kind of branded, kind of Runkles hot dogs, like Runkles. some some sort of just crappy hot dog manufacturer that, like you know, has, yeah, a, has a weird contraption to get the sausage in the bun. I agree. With if, like you, if you're going to go for the American style. Mm. Meats and whatnot. They do the, it properly. Have, have the yeah. tailgate parties. Have the yeah. tailgate parties. <laughs> the Gallagate have parties. Have car parks. <laughs> in, in, in Scotland, I remember going to watch football in Scotland. You'd have a meat pie, which is a bit more traditional. Yeah, Portsmouth Paul's do a decent enough chicken bolty pie. Yeah, yeah, but they're all kind of generic. They're all kind of um, ginsters or something, aren't they? They're all no, like, no, 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 not the ones. Pie. No, no, how dare you? Not, not a frat, mate. Not at, at, the, um, <laughs> at the Emirates. All the all the food has like gastro pub style names. But and if you actually ask for that, you know, which is reasonable because it's on the menu they look at you like you're mental yeah. you just go yeah I'll, I'll have the hot dog and then you feel like a prick <laughs> <laughs> what does it say like corn fed pork like hot dog yeah, yeah, in that artisan sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. corn pork I'll have the corn pork please <laughs> what are you talking about I'll, I'll but it's, it's written on the board is it yeah damn them mm. yeah. they need to turn around and have a look so you mm. want, you'd like to see food at football stadiums get a revamp not even a revamp just, just a, more variety. a redux you'd okay. like a bit of biltong there wouldn't you I'd, I'd take a bit of biltong yeah, yeah. big old like oh cabanos or something Mil- milkshakes you like a milkshake yeah. I like a milkshake yeah, yeah, yeah. just but, have sushi rolls maybe. in case you've yeah. just tuned in this is the football ramble <laughs> food yeah. football ramble yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay I, I went for opening ceremonies to big tournaments or matches usually quite boring they are because they're also they should be more entertaining because of how sort of strange and weird they are Jim, but they're they could, definitely not you're absolutely right they should and could be think of the budget they have <laughs> think of the, the you know they could get most people to perform you know look at like the Olympic Games you know which yeah. was in London that, that was, was brilliant decent. there's no, a okay. section in that where because of the way they were like like tearing through time and history so quickly sure. that made it look like the Beatles won the First World War. It's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Uh, class, it, of course it was the Second World War. But, um, uh, yeah, they, 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 that could be a lot more. But then I thought, I might actually go for something much more specific. It, I think this was this was genuine. Uh, forgive me if this, if this wasn't, but I think it was. Cast your minds about pre-World Cup. People are getting their predictions in. Mm. Squawker interviewed Andy Cole. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We talked about <laughs> it. It was brilliant. We did. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> just, just to remind you, a couple of it. Winner, Brazil. Well, fair enough. I went for Brazil as well. Dark Horse. I haven't got one, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> Just, don't just chuck something out there, Andy. Doesn't expect a surprise. <laughs> Not interested. Golden boot. If Argentina's doing well, then it's got to be Lionel Messi. Yeah. Okay, so again, wow. not, not committing too much there. Yeah. Golden ball, best player. I don't know. There could be a surprise here. Someone could come out of nowhere and play well, so that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> also, a dark horse. Yeah. <laughs> I never want to see that man in court. Yeah. <laughs> Perjury. Young player in the tournament. That's another tough one. <laughs> Um, there are so many young players at the World Cup that it could be somebody that nobody knows that well yet. <laughs> you get the impression he doesn't know he was being interviewed. Well, that, don't pick someone you know then. Would you like him as, a, would you like him as your key defence witness? <laughs> could have been a, he could have done it. Was, was, <laughs> somebody was, could have done it. Was the man sat in the dock there present at the time of the crime? Tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Tough one. I mean, I mean, someone must have killed him. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was Teddy Sheringham. Yeah. I mean, they were... They were yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, there are so many men. Could have been anyone, yeah. to be honest. It could have been someone yeah. I don't know. Could be someone we don't know that well yet. Oh, probably <laughs> was probably Little committed? Messi. <laughs> so in, any, in many ways, that wasn't that boring, was it? No. Yeah, it was very entertaining. That's mm. true. I think yeah. Pete's got the points, actually. Yeah. I'd like to see a little bit more variety. I won him last week, despite not being on the show. I know, mm. eh? Did how charitable we were. Good for yeah. me. Um, good for me. It, and good for you. Uh, in the Premier League, Arsenal drew 0-0, obviously. 
with the Chelsea mongers. Uh, Wenger, he still can't get the better of Mourinho. No, no, he can't. But, but the, Jim, it wasn't that. I mean, it was a decent performance for Arsenal, but yeah. again, Chelsea. Chelsea, frustrated the, the, them like they did with Manchester the thing United. With, yeah, the thing with, with that though is um, that Chelsea. The game went exactly as Chelsea wanted it, so it feels like Chelsea have won because they've got what they wanted. <laughs> they celebrated like they've won, which well, is I understandable. They, I thought they won, yeah, because that's yeah. why I got that in my head at the beginning of the yeah, show. Yeah, because they they were just so so in control. Like, well, one of the things Mourinho is so brilliant at is, is game management, isn't mm. it? It's like this is what you do in the first twenty. This is what you do from yep. seventy to eighty. Yep. And he just had a plan and he executed it for, like brilliantly. People say it was a boring game. I don't think it was. Actually. I don't no, think I don't it was either. I the first half in particular Chelsea did have a real go at us in the, they in the did. first 20 or so and then they just let us have possession and held us at arm, arm's length and went you know just ha, ha, you know, go on try you can't I, I think for the first hour actually Chelsea did try and go for it when people yeah. saying that they had the set best up chance just, yeah, with the, Ramirez completely and, and should have had a penalty probably with yeah. your speed of collision mm. um, yeah. Farragas dived uh, I think so yeah. Um, yeah it was a dive but there was contact it doesn't have yeah. to be a penalty or a dive yeah absolutely be, I think he's Farragas pretty much Farragas pretty much said in his post-match interview like yeah well there was contact and like yeah but it, it, that doesn't mean it's a foul does it <laughs> no. yeah. it can, but it can be both or neither yeah is what I'm saying mm. it, it's not it's not like a it's not like a linear thing oh if but, there's contact definite penalty yeah. I think in that situation you should have to look right down the camera lens and say what you thought actually happened mm. and people can just judge for themselves yeah okay look at their eye look at the people people's eyes the whites of their eyes didn't he say something it was, was, was the referee Michael Oliver mm. yeah didn't Fabregas say that um that Michael Oliver said oh yeah alright well I'll learn from that for next time then like, what I, I, read, I read somewhere wow. I think it was that decision someone was complaining that it was certainly a decision in that game and apparently Oliver said oh well I'll learn from that for next what, time what so Fabregas on the pitch yeah I think so yeah, yeah. he could have just said that yeah alright fine <laughs> get out of my face <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 I think it's quite funny <laughs> but, um, the Oscar Ospina challenge was a definite pen How yeah. that, that wasn't <laughs> given I don't know I think the only explanation for that not being given is because the ball was looping towards the goal and Bellerin cleared it. It's just surely Oliver was concentrating on that. It yeah, must, must be have that. Been. He must have been following the ball because I followed the ball the first time. It's only after the, yeah. the replay I saw it. Absolutely, it? Yeah. yeah. So I just assume it's got to be the same thing. I mean, it's, there's no intent from Ospina. Uh, no, he could have actually killed yeah, him. It, it was Schumacher-esque, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it was really fun. It was really awful. Yeah, it was a sort of decision we saw. Like, uh, was it like the turn of 2015 where there was just about three or four weeks where yeah. just couldn't get anything right? Yeah, there was a couple of decisions like that. I thought, oh no, not again. <laughs> <I think laughs> not when the run in comes in. I think, in the that, I think sometimes what's happened there is <laughs> the, the goalkeeper has been so late that he's actually got away with it because he's yeah. not even in the field of vision of the referee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an off the ball incident. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's yeah. that late. Yeah. <laughs> you think, you think the um, the linesman could have maybe flagged or something? I don't know, but but it happens quite a lot. In the game, it, yeah, right. <laughs> it happens a lot with defenders when um, a, a striker will t- you know, have a shot, and defender will just clean him out, mm, but no one mm. really notices. That's right. The ball's already gone over the bar or wide, or the keeper saved it, and, and nothing's really said. It, it does seem to be an area of the game where late challenges and fouls are committed but no one seems to really pick up on it and that just happened to be a particularly egregious example of it but on, on the Chelsea thing people I, I think first and foremost football should be about entertainment and I, I've said that mm. consistently on this show before but the thing with Chelsea one thing that's not really been mentioned that much is they're going away from home against a good team who are in good form won eight league games in a row they've got no fit strikers Yeah, it, and I don't think it was a boring game it wasn't like a park the bus type no, thing no. Um, that they've perhaps been guilty of in the past and this is a side that um in, in, in the shape of Chelsea that on occasion have actually played some quite expansive stuff I mean, yeah, well, remember the, more than occasions the, and the stats back that up didn't yeah, they beat Everton 6-3 this season been, yeah, it was something. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, at, at Goodison Park. Well, only Man City have scored more than it's, right. They're getting over the line, aren't they? They've they've changed their style to just guarantee 
that they win. That's what Mourinho does. I, I just think if any top team going for a title goes away to a good team with no fit strikers, what do you expect? Mm. What, what are you expecting them to do? Mm. They've got the best defensive unit in the, in the Premier League, for my money. I and mean, of course you're going to play on that strength. It's a legitimate part of the game. And I don't think, and the reason I'm defending them is because I don't think they set out to kill the game. No, no. They still used players to, and, and dribble with the ball and, and, and made chances for themselves. They weren't, they weren't, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see that midweek because Leicester are apparently going to arrest players because that's a sense. Again, you've got to play whatever you've, whatever you've got. Yeah, they might yeah. rest players and, uh, and keep with the Newcastle match of the weekend. So it's like. That's um, a gimme, isn't it? That's a gimme. Surely you rest players in the Newcastle. You've rest players yeah. in the Newcastle, yeah. Yeah. If oh, we'll, we'll, take, yeah. we'll take a three now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if Newcastle don't turn up, it's probably you know, better think, for their goal difference. But I think, I think Chelsea will probably absolutely destroy yeah, Leicester midweek because I think they'll. Yeah. Um, but the, strikers yeah. or no strikers. It, it was a proper masterclass in defending from Chelsea. Every time Arsenal got um, the ball in the box, and you know, Arsenal played well, aside from a few bad decisions in passing, there's a lot of very slick, nice stuff. But, you know, you get in that box and there's five, six, seven Chelsea players in there. They're just not letting you through. Mm. And all of those players are absolutely top quality. They, they just don't make mistakes. And the most fr- frustrating thing for me from an Arsenal point of view was uh, was late on when um, Mesut Ozil, who didn't have his best game, uh, had a bit of an air shot and then it went through to Danny Welbeck, who was really confused by it. And games like that, yeah, they, that. they're one on a half chance. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's where the, the top, top sides really, really make their mark. And it was, you know, it was half there for the taking and it was frustrating that we couldn't get that over the line. Mm. Yeah, I th- I literally. Think, I think that's probably fair. I mean, there was a bit at the be- towards the beginning of the game where someone played a ball through to us on the left hand channel, and Ivanovic was slowing him down. Yeah, and, and he it, just didn't quite have the pace. It's Sanchez, yeah. It looked to me that um, Urs just didn't fancy it at all. Like, mm. he didn't. Fa- I mean, I don't want to criticize the guy because he's obviously a very good player, but he doesn't help himself with stuff like that. Because yeah. it's the first five or ten minutes of a game, you get up against a big burly fullback who, as soon as he sees that you don't fancy a challenge, he'll be lapping mm. it up. Well, Urs actually, I think made. Something like five key passes, or maybe I maybe five. Did okay. That sort of stuff he's brilliant at. But I'm just saying that you just said that the game is one I lost on a half chance. Mm. You know the way you get those half chances a lot of times when you really want Bust it. The gun, you, yeah. tell, you can tell us a nil nil that we know that he made five or six half chances, yeah. 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 Uh, five or six key <laughs> passes. Not, overall, not not key enough for my money. <laughs> over, yeah, overall passes thought, they become. Not, they, nothing <laughs> happens. They just pass it. <laughs> I um, I, became, I overall I enjoyed the game. I mean, it wasn't a diff- it wasn't a nil nil where you're like, God, get this over because when we the Premier League went for a phase a few years ago when it, all those games from the top teams were just utterly shit mm, yeah. it's not been like that for a while and that game wasn't that but bad you know I mean, it, was, it was some real slick passing and footwork from both teams yeah definitely and definitely some nice moves we, we enjoyed Harry as well my god yeah just absolutely like a world class performance he was mm. absolutely superb well, I mean, obviously we've given him, given him a lot of stick for you know the, the stickable things that he's done but um, yeah he, he was just it was just a brick wall Mm. I mean, we, we we enjoyed the the nil nil between Atleti and Madrid, didn't yeah. we? Mm. And and people have enjoyed Diego Simeone's never say die attitude. Mm. And, we and they're defending together on WhatsApp. Indeed, we did. <laughs> and and I understand Chelsea have an embarrassment of riches in which you can buy players of, of great quality. Whereas Simeone, you've got mm. to make do with what you've got, kind of thing, which still isn't in too bad. But I, like you say, Luke, I think I think the Chelsea have played some great stuff this season. And like I say, if you get yourself into a position. Well, you, a nil-nil away from home's fine or something like that. You've earned the right. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's Arsenal as well. It's not the worst result for us. No. Because Man United lost, keeps us third with the game in hand on City. So it's... You know, there it's, you are. There you bloody are. <laughs> and um, you can tell the way, by the way, the players celebrated after the game that yeah. they've gone out to, to not yeah, get they, beat. Yeah, just to not lose. Mm. Yeah, exactly. As our player of the season, I don't think yeah, too many people would enough. argue. I don't care about individual player awards. No, you know no. That. I've already told you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got a young player last year, didn't he? Hazard. 
Yeah, they're right, yeah. yeah. And then in uh, this year, he got the, the full, the full, one of only three, full cream. I think he'd be only one of only three that's done that, hasn't he? Yeah. I big Andy fucking Gray. Andy Gray mm. being one of them, and yeah. I think Cristiano Ronaldo, the, the, the other. Okay. I think that's right. No, yeah. but that's in the same year, I think. Oh, was that in the Gray same did it in the same year, instead of Cristiano wow. Ronaldo, I think. Oh, oh okay. right, yeah, okay, yeah. blind. Yeah. But, but Hazard was close, as was Harry Kane, too. Harry yeah. Kane. Uh, Everton beat Manchester United 3 0. Yeah. 3 0. That was so mad. Sh- Shellacking. You stop Fellaini, you stop Manchester United, Jim. <laughs> he got the Shepherds at half time, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got the <laughs> well, this isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> but you're meant to just batter them all out yeah. of the way. Got, um, I thought that um, United, I mean, United missed Carrick so badly. Yeah, so yeah. badly. But they it? looked a bit blunt in attack, did they not? They did, and, and they obviously started badly as well. I mean, the summer of defending on display from United was absolutely woeful. Yeah. Should that Morales goal count it? It's different. It's it's that, that's surely interfering with play. Yeah, exactly. So essentially, the answer to that question comes down to whether the referee decides he's interfering with play or not. If the referee decides that he isn't, then yes, because well, because the referee's interpretation is what counts. The referee there is essentially gone. Well, that is some shit defending from United. Yeah. Let's punish them. Yeah, rightly so because there's no excuse. Exactly like Peter, no, you, you got, switch off. You got to play the whistle. You have to. Everton were brilliant though. The way they just soaked it up from Manchester United yeah. and defended so well that Manchester United didn't really have any clear-cut chances of, of, of well, memory. They didn't create much did, at all. Didn't um, Rooney have to go deeper after yeah, Fellaini went Well, because Falcao came on. Well, you know, Falcao's not... I mean, look, with Falcao these, these days, it's essentially just a name. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't bring on Van Persie. Because he, he brought him on, on, like, didn't he? Yeah, two minutes to go. But he's been out for a while. Yeah, he's not, he's not I mean, he's, um, not he's on the wane, isn't he? Yeah, but... Well, OK, well, either one. But but Everton was, were excellent at the back. I mean, Stones looks a great player, yeah. as he has done, mm. you know, showing a lot of promise for, for a little while now. But on the break, they look great as well. But isn't it just mm. annoying that like, it's, that sort of performance has come at this part of the season for Everton yeah. fans? It's like, yeah. you know, when you see them turning something like that, I know they've had injuries and stuff, but, I mean, that's no excuse to suddenly go, oh, we're playing Man United, let's step up our game a little bit. Yeah, they, they've, yeah, they've, 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 they've could have put run. teams to the storm. They've won uh, five... I think they've won, they could have put them to the stone. Oh, they did put them stone. to the stone. Yeah. Um, they've won five of their last six now, Everton. They, they have. I mean, they're, they're yeah. up to tenth. Yeah. So the top half finish. But uh, from last season, mm. you thought Martinez would kick on yeah. and really um, develop that team and, and push for maybe even a Europa League spot. So they've been a little bit off. Yeah, but I think... But finish, but finish strongly, though. Yeah, they're in a good position for next season, aren't they? Martinez isn't going to get sacked. Um, something mean, to build on. Do you even want you? I mean, they could finish... They could feasibly finish eighth. Which would just be, I mean, if you saw that in five years' time and looked at the table and saw Everton 80s, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. Yeah. But I mean, do, do Everton really want the Europa League anyway? I mean, does any team want the Europa League? No, but it shows an ounce of ambition or a little bit more ambition. I mean, they had the Europa League this season. Mm. They did quite well in there until they got schooled by Dynamo Kia. I mean, well, they looked pretty good up until that point. Yeah, I mean, maybe that. Did that take its toll? Oh, possibly, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't flip it. No. But it was a good performance from them anyway. And, and United missed Carrick quite badly. And. and uh, <clears throat> I think Everton deserve a lot of credit for because for, for, they're obviously a team in, in confidence and in form and, mm. and, and they really showed it and, I, and I, saw, I, I think that they saw that when Carrick wasn't playing who's a really important key player for them they knew they could they could do the business they started so quick mm. and United just didn't, can, can, didn't have an answer basically Yeah but the, the, the big stuff in the Premier League of course was at the other end of the table from the, uh, the big from, stuff from the top yeah <laughs> what a win for Leicester the Leicester yeah. man then they've suddenly <laughs> just pulled it out the bag haven't they yeah. Hartlepool-esque Peter that, that penalty goodness oh, me oh god I mean, Ings, Ings had a chance. He hasn't scored for a little while now. Ings. They hit the post. Yeah, it was Matt Taylor. No, I'm just saying, Ings had a chance. Yeah, which he probably should have done better. And he's not been scoring. And then the penalty <clears> was missed as well. It was the penalty off the post? The penalty was off yeah, the, post. the outside of the post. Matt Taylor just sank to his knees. Well, Burnley are toast, aren't they? 
They yeah. are absolute toast. They just now. don't score. No, they don't score enough goals. Yeah, five... that, that is a fundamental issue, isn't it? They're, they need to score. <laughs> They're five points in the soup. <laughs> and they've only got four the games stars. left, so they don't score. If they don't score a single goal, the maximum points they can get are four points and they're relegated. They sure, have to, be, to score. But to You're be fair to them, soap lads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To be fair to them, they've done better than what a lot of people would probably have given mm. them. To be fair to them, they've won five games all season. This is the thing, Marcus, isn't it? Being fair to them, they've played well in some of those games, but they've not got the results. But I think people thought, been that good. But I think people thought when Burnley went up that they were they were they would probably be down already by now. Yeah. But actually there they are competing against some sides who have got but better players. they've not been thrashed or embarrassed that often. No, bring, I don't think they have at all of them. No. Once or twice, maybe. Bring out yeah. the win ratio again, Luke. Five wins in thirty four <laughs> league games. I mean are you, are you seriously saying that they expect it to be worse than that? <laughs> well I think that so they, they've got <laughs> what, twenty twenty six points that, that you know they're still in in the run. And I think with Burnley, I think people were talking about you know, one of the worst performances we could see in, in Premier League era. A, a Sunderland-esque one. Mm. Well, it's Derby, isn't it, that hold the worst at the moment? Or is it Sunderland again? No, it was Derby. Derby like 12 very points poor, or something. Very poor, yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying they've been blistering, for crying out loud, well, but I'm just saying... Stop that... saying Burnley blistering. That's the first time I've been. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't be, feasibly be able to say they've been blistering, would you? That would be ridiculous. No, no OK. Because yes. they are absolutely dreadful. Stop being Don't even dicks. think about saying <laughs> right? Maybe the hands of the supporters are blistering because they are just chucking their bother around because they're so angry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That would... I think, I think Leicester deserve a decent amount of credit because, I mean, you know, four wins in a row at such a key time of the season. They've basically picked up... Five by Thursday. Yeah, they've basically picked up... <laughs> in the last four games, they've essentially added 50% more points. Because <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure they had, like... What they have like 19 points or something before this but maybe the, the you know the, the fear of Pearson is actually setting into the players it's you know the, the reality of getting that bollocking at the end of the season and Cambiasso's remembered he's a good player it just goes to show you what what confidence and and that type of thing means to players especially at this point of the season they've gone out to, they've gone out and goes they've thought well you know what we're going we're gonna to be relegated here we're going to get relegated mm. so if we, get, if we get beat 4-3 every week so fucking what let's yeah. just get out there and what's happened is they've ridden their luck a little bit they've taken their chances and other teams haven't taken their chances and they've and they've um, gone out there and done it. And I think they've got a few home games left this season as well, so they've still got a reasonable Chelsea, chance. Chelsea, Newcastle, and Southampton all next at home. Well, there's no reason. There's no reason they can't beat Newcastle and Southampton at home. And if they do that, they'll stay up because the last mm. game of the season, I think they're at Sunderland, so that they, they've definitely got everything in their power to stay up unless they get completely obliterated by Chelsea mm. and their and their players are completely bereft of confidence. But I don't think that will happen. Even if no. they get, get beat four 0 they'll know that that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's basically it's just. Be better than Sunderland, isn't it? That is their. Uh, well, because you think you and Burnley are down. I would think so. Mm. Yeah, it's fair, it's a fair shout. What about Hull City? Yeah, what a win mm. that was. Yeah, it, any win at Selhurst Park is a fantastic yeah, result these especially days, keeping <laughs> a, especially keeping a clean sheet as well. Um, so I think Steve Bruce uh, was, was quoted as saying, um, "There's a lot of money. Sh- it wasn't swash. It was like swarming, ar- sloshing around. No, he, he said between. It was in between swash. It was like swashing around, which I'm fairly certain isn't a word. He said there's no. a lot of money in the Premier League swashing around. Um, I read. That, I read. <laughs> Did you see Steve Bruce starring in a swashbuckling action film? <laughs> I, 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 um, I read that Hull haven't kept two consecutive clean sheets since October 2013 wow um, and they're playing Liverpool tomorrow night so they're going to get beaten yeah. tomorrow night well maybe and Liverpool look pretty blunt at the moment yeah they're only one point off relegation I think Hull are in trouble the problem with Hull is they don't score many goals either mm. they've scored less goals than QPR less goals than Newcastle 
Um, Even with Steve Bruce jumping up at corners to do the headers. (laughs) 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 Yeah, they could do of him. Did he get about 20 goals one season? He got 19 goals one season. He took outrageous, but still. Do you remember those two headers? Was it against Sheffield Wednesday? Mm. Old Trafford in in both an injury time. Mm. Magnificent stuff. He was a powerful man in the end in both penalties. Maybe that could be a rule change. You can bring a person on like a penalty corner in hockey. (laughs) Bring Brucey on for corners. It was was never once capture England. No, no. We talk about that stat a lot. Terrible, it's, it's really, really weird. Steve but Bruce would cause so much damage in a penalty area. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible Wrecking damage. Ball. Someone yeah. put a HGV into this. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic damage. <laughs> you know, he'd still go in face first as well. That's why he looks like that, because he was so brave as a player. <laughs> Did you see George and Doyle's shot in the, uh, in the first half? I know he got both the goals, so it seems, you know, maybe a bit silly to criticise him. But the shot was so bad, it went back to the player that had crossed it into him. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, mate. One, <laughs> yeah. I think that is a bit harsh considering he got the two goals. Yeah. Mm. We could have had three if he didn't do that. Yeah. That's, yeah. He could, he could well have. Yeah, Hull have got uh, Liverpool, Arsenal, Burnley. Yeah, that's a tough three fixtures. Another quiet weekend for my timeline. Yes. <laughs> Notable by their absence. You're lucky we're not talking apart about. From, apart from our good friend uh, Ben Smith and oh, really? uh, Doc Brown, he, he had a pop today, didn't he? Did he? Did he? Hey, was, it, was it not yesterday? Yesterday evening. Yeah. Oh, was it? Um, Outrageous. Pete, talking New- about the seven in a row. Yeah, Newcastle lost seven games on the bounce. Yeah, like, again, I mean, that's, that's like, yeah, unreal. I'm speaking from no um, position of uh, authority or power there. That yeah. is unreal. The, it's Newcastle, a club deserve, Newcastle deserve everything they're getting at the moment. Breaking records, mate. Just yeah, breaking records. Just brilliant. <laughs> what was, part of, was it five or six in a row last season? Six, um, six. Yeah. I did it six. I, I love the fact that they've just betted that without yeah. him there. Yeah. Since 1977. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the final whistle Obviously, went. Obviously, I don't love it, Newcastle soon, fans. As soon as the final whistle went past, just lit up a cigar. Carver's going to come up party owner again. Carver's, uh, <laughs> everyone's uh, having a pot of uh, Carver because he, um, he told a couple of um, spotters to F off, etc., etc. He goes, I shouldn't be abused like this. You fucking should be. Oh, I've seen what the shower is shaped you put out. He cares. He cares. Yeah. That's, he cares his, that's his problem, isn't the, it? The poor, old, said, poor old car dude. If his, if his care <laughs> and, you know, diligence could form a, f- a boot and put it in the net, that yeah. would be brilliant. The thing is, the two points about Carver is one that, like, like you just alluded to, <laughs> the fact that he loves the club, which people just keep saying, yeah. it doesn't mean anything, does it? Even, she, even, even when Shearer was really annoyed on Match Day, he sort of said, well, you know, Carver loves the club. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't fucking matter. Do they need another rescue job from Alan Shit. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, <laughs> and, and one of the things that Carver said after the Liverpool game, which is fucking amazing, <laughs> and they got, well, they got, they got beaten there against Liverpool quite handsomely. And it was only, I think it was only, um, what was the score? They got beat under 2-0. 2-0. It, mm. it could have been a lot worse. And uh, in the post-match interview, Carver said, "Well, I told everyone we, we I told everyone we wouldn't come here to defend, and we didn't." <laughs> <laughs> you can say that again, John. Don't have a go at Carver. Oh yeah, he loves the club, doesn't he? Um, loves the club. I, mean, he... I really like Radiohead. That doesn't mean I should join the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's got. Yeah. I mean, it's a good starting point. Yeah, yeah. it's a great bonus to have. If he understands the club, isn't that yeah. great? He's only yeah. Actually, if, I just, if I just turned up with a guitar just wrecking it, just yeah. all over the top and kept saying, but I, I love you guys. Yeah, I love the band. <laughs> and, then, and then that was enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> how many missed calls do you think... Um, Pardew's got on his phone from Carver. Which phone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear. What about Sunderland, eh? Decent point away to Stoke. I mean, mm. Stoke have been been very good this season. Mark Hughes, I think, should be uh, thrown in the hat for manager of the well, season. Personally, both, both Stoke and Swansea um, are, are very near to getting their highest points tallies in the Premier League ever. Um, I think which, Swansea might already have it, and Southampton. Yeah, I think you're right. Well. Yeah, they, they got it. They got it at the weekend. Southampton got it as well. Who? Some team. 
<laughs> oh, Swansea, they got they beat, um, yeah, they beat Newcastle points, 3 2, didn't they? 50 yeah. points, I think. Yeah, they got 50, yeah. They've had a great year, as of Stoke. But it's a, couldn't it, bring myself to watch Stoke Sunderland, so <laughs> my, my input on this particular fixture would be minimal. <laughs> what yeah. a goal, though, from Charlie Adams. Yeah, it was, it. It was yeah. a howitzer. It was a lovely one. Aside from it? Charlie Adams scoring a really good goal, which I'm sure you can imagine, it's exactly what you are imagining. Oh, no, actually, I did see, I did see uh, Connor Wickham score. I did see that. Yeah. 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 Scrappy. Adam, it's about time for Connor Wickham. Normally, this is his, uh, his <laughs> time, isn't it? He's got, I think, six goals now, and he's their top scorer. Oh, my goodness. Adam scored a great goal, but he could have scored an even better one. Where Which was that one? Just clawed it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He just oh, does man. that all the time, though, Adam, doesn't he? He just shoots from Smashed range at every it. opportunity. Bull. Mm. Yeah. Um, Speaking uh, of top scorers in, in for teams, it'd be surprising. I think I'm right in saying, I'm fully prepared for a bombardment if I'm wrong here, mm. but I think that Liverpool's top scorer in the Premier League this season is Sterling, and he's only got seven goals. Really? I think they split their goals well, a lot yeah, across I the think team. They probably have. Sturridge has been out for a long time. Hasn't when he? you say they split them, do they? I know you got one today, but we'll give it to such and such to get him out. Yeah, yeah, the communist. No, club. but it's surprising, <laughs> isn't it? You wouldn't expect a Liverpool team. I mean, I know they've they've had a differing season here and there, and they've got um, well, Sturridge has been injured, and, got, and it's not that they haven't necessarily Liverpool struggled for goals like per se, but they've just been. I mean, they've, they've scored a, obviously a fair few less than they fewer than they did last season, but their goals have been spread out across the team. And I think Raheem Sterling is their top scorer with seven. Wow, I know Balotelli's got four in all competitions right which is astounding really mm. uh, Sunderland are uh, in the drop zone Peter they're two points behind Villa five points behind Newcastle with the game in hand on but, but they're still allowed to show astonishing hubris by um, flying a plane over Newcastle's ground <laughs> mm. yeah. last week so. well, take it up with the aviation authorities <laughs> I, know, I know you address that point to Peter but the, the thing I would like to say about Sunderland is that um, if you look at the teams around them so if we say that QPR and Burnley are relegated mm. we, I mean mm. disrespectful now because they're not but just for the purposes of this point um, <laughs> Aston Villa uh, and Leicester have both got things going for them. So Aston Villa have got a cut final to look forward. So they've got a new manager, an absolute geese in charge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, but they were unlucky not to get a point against yeah, Manchester they were, City. They were, and, and Leicester are obviously on this mad run. And Villa uh, are scoring as well. And mm. even Hull, even Hull, won last time out. Sunderland, I think, have won once in about forty-four years, and that was against Newcastle. <laughs> Sunderland's <laughs> scarf game is very strong. Though. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I do really fear for Sunderland because the other thing is, as you guys mentioned last week on the show, Avocat doesn't give a fuck. No. He's, he's off whatever happens. He's not even pretending, is he? No, which, really. which I weirdly respect. Do you yeah. think? Um, do you think it's between Sunderland and Newcastle to stay in the? In the Can the you imagine if it was like well, the problem is the problem with the Newcastle thing? Just because I mean, for no other reason. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Reason that would be like mortally hilarious if Newcastle were relegated for the for the benefit of this show, mm. right? The, the problem with yeah. that is you can't see, you cannot see Villa, Hull, Leicester, and Sunderland all moving above New, uh, Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Newcastle have got a terrible goal difference, or, yeah. or certainly worse than they had last year. I think Luke's no. right. There's no way that you're going to no. get a five. I, th- I think if switch, they if they had taken the plunge and appointed Carver two games earlier, two defeats earlier. Let's be honest. Yeah. Do you think like, Sunderland are maybe even taking the piss out of Newcastle, seeing that they've got Carver in charge and everyone's like, oh, he really loves the club, he's like, he's a Newcastle through and through by just finding someone who openly doesn't care. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're still slap. We're still slap. Uh, we'll still you, beat you. The only thing you've got to say in the, the sort of slight caveat to that is that Hull, Leicester and Sunderland have all got a game in hand over Newcastle. Mm. That's the only thing. So if they all win their games in hand, I think Leicester's against Chelsea, though, so that's probably not going to happen. Hull's against Liverpool again. Probably I, I, think, I think by this time uh, Sunday, I think we'll, um, it'll be a lot clearer when yeah. it comes but to the. Pete, Last week you were saying that you kind of wanted Newcastle to be in a relegation scrap. I, so. I said, I said, um, it gets close to relegation, like within a point or something, just to show how truly yeah, terrible te- Newcastle is. Yeah. Just to show all the players, one player that joined last season, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, they, they, they might be a stepping stone club, but I mean, it's a big old leap from there, isn't it? Oh well, yeah, yeah. So are you <laughs> feeling really leap. alive at the moment at the prospect of this happening? Yeah, pretty much. I'm, Good. Uh, yeah. Beside myself. That's lovely. Oh, let's move on from this riveting chat. Let's um, talk about QPR West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another yeah. crucial penalty miss. Yeah. yeah. Charlie Austin. Straight down the middle. Now, Richard Dunn scored, and it was disallowed for the f- a foul on the keeper. I'm not, I didn't think it was a foul. I think it was one of those ones that it's always given and people moan about that, but. Was there a touch? I think, I think they were. I think they were. They were slightly hard done. Austin's penno was hit, hit hard and low, but it wasn't very convincing. Mm, Obviously, yeah. it, didn't go it, in. it was hit so hard it almost didn't give Adrian time to get out of the way <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Whoa! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> yeah. So you, you think QPR? They're in. They're they're gonna, I think position. they're gone. Yeah. Well, they've won one of their last nine. That was that ridiculous four-one win over West Brom, which came from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> that, exactly. that had West Brom one 0 written all over it. And QPR <laughs> smashed him. Well, Joe Barton was amazing. All their goals. Yeah, they did in one game. When exactly. you see on the, that on a video game, you go, "That's not realistic." No, exactly. Come on, closing the laptop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think they're in real trouble. I, I, I really do. Mm. Well, let's have a look at some of the teams that may take their places in the Premier League next season. That means we go to the Championship. Now, at the time of recording, Bournemouth are two uh, 0 up against Bolton, and despite the best efforts of Emil Hesker, you'd imagine Bournemouth would hold on there mm. to win. But Bolton have got. A fair, I've read earlier that Bolton have got a really good record against Bournemouth. Yeah. So you never know; they might bounce back. That's true. Uh, but Watford are promoted. Yeah. Good. Well, they they as- they ascended at the right time. Timed mm. it so well. Yeah. yeah. 
you cannot argue with just uh, the vital point of the season of course they've got one game left um, which they could go on to win but mm. if they win the last game of the season it would mean they've won they won their last six games in the league it's class that perfect time. so good well, perfect we've been time. saying for weeks that one of those teams had to do that because it's been so you tight. Kenovic has done a, a great time. Yeah. Great oh, the, when, that, when the first one went in, his oh. assistant was just holding him back from, I, I don't know, like, <laughs> like he was going to just destroy the stadium out of pure <laughs> joy. Yeah. It's a sort of a, a, dis- a dis- destructive celebration. Yeah. <laughs> the, great, the great thing was, you see that when Watford realised they had been promoted, they oh, were on the, yeah, bus, yeah, the team bus. Yeah. yeah. That was fantastic. That was lovely. Yeah. Troy Deeney. Yeah. I, I, did, did the, I was thinking, I, if I was the bus driver, I probably would have pulled, uh, pulled the bus to the side of the road. Just for yeah. safety. I reckon the bus driver was in there with him. He forgot <laughs> that was, the bus was just yeah. driving itself. So it's on odd pilot. It's on cruise control. We don't have that in England. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> interesting, interesting thing about Troy Deeney, I think you, you said a few weeks ago that he's the first Watford player to score 20 goals three seasons in a row. So he's really earned his right to play in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. He's an exciting player. He's a mm. you know, good forward. And Considering you know, the, he's their captain he's passed well. and all, he's, he's done very well to, Absolutely to come right. back. And he's, and he's, you know, he's a captain of the I don't know what he's like off the, off the field. I don't know of his past. What is the story? Well, he went to prison. Oh, really? I forget what for it was. Um, a fray, I think it was. Mm, yeah. yeah, sure. But he was in there for a, 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 a few months. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know too much about it, but I, I, I think it was. Like, he was in for a few months. But but bear in mind, you know, you know, for football, it's it's such a you know, it's not a regular job, is it? To, no. to be in the public eye and also to have to keep yourself in physical condition and so on and so forth. And I, and I know he wasn't he wasn't like he was in for a few years, but still to bounce back from that mm. and have the mental strength. Um, as I say, I don't know much about the man's, um, but but on the pitch. Scoring goals and, and and a vital part of a team that's been promoted. Mm. I mean, he's just a good striker. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't really know too much about the um, the, the on, off the field antics. But mm. the thing I was going to say is, you're also interestingly enough, the only Watford player to be named in the Championship Team of the Year. Mm. Oh wow, that's interesting. Um, so, I mean, it's a bit of a bit of an odd one, really, because Watford are top of the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so, it's, again, it's they timed it well, didn't they? Yeah. they did, True, and they vote like they were going to do this, but they vote for it about. <laughs> You know, at a funny time. I think oh, you, should, yeah, you yeah. should vote when the seasons are yeah, finished. Very, very weird, isn't it? Yeah, but again, so it means nothing really. It's nice to see Vidra, um, you know, yeah. really firing for them again because uh, season before last he was last he was amazing for them when they had all those mm. players on loan. He was one of them, and then it was indifferent with with West Brom mm. after that. Was actually was that this season? No, he went, to, yeah, he went. Yeah, he went. He went to West Brom and then they came back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But but the um, the point is now with with the score being as it is at Bournemouth, yeah. that means that Bournemouth are essentially promoted now because their goal mm. difference is so much better than Middlesbrough's, which is a, a real shame. I, I wouldn't yeah. have mind seeing Middlesbrough do the business. Oh, just a little more, one, one more point on on Watford. It'd be nice to see a Ketjianya, who's a decent player, Scotland international, yeah. and a thoroughly decent chap. Right, I, I mean, lovely chap. So yeah, I, I think we, we look forward to seeing Watford um, in in the uh, in the Premier League, and of course, as you need to in the Championship, finish strongly because yeah. there's so much competition. You, you'd hope. I know people talk about is there such a thing as bringing momentum into the next season, but uh, but hopefully for them that, that yeah. they can. I was actually at Craven Cottage uh, for, oh, wow. for Fulham versus Middlesbrough, Good. much better than the uh, the two nil against Brighton. Yeah, the doubt, the, the horrible affair around Christmas time. That was the, the well, only I, other time I, I've well, seen Fulham play this. Last season. time I was at Craven Cottage was against Forest, and it was. An amazing game yeah. Yeah. yeah well I was actually a friend of mine's a Middlesbrough fan so he was going <laughs> along so we were, we were in the neutral end which is of course very mm. prominent at Craven Cottage so we were in there but it was, just, it was a great game and then the Middlesbrough fans were in good voice and to be fair to them having been 3-1 down down to 10 men getting yourselves back to 3-all yeah. um, and then having a corner in the last minute 
bringing the keeper up for yep. it, and then of course that decision has basically cost them promotion. If, if they'd held on to the point, if they'd held on to the point, they wouldn't be. Um, they they still would have a chance of promotion. Enemy yeah. of football. You mean you mean <laughs> automatic promotion, don't you? Because obviously they're going to go into the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. All well, they would have been in them yeah. for a shout. They would still be up against it. Well, they no, would well, need to yeah, better. But it's nothing, isn't it? Yeah, but but yeah, but the point still stands. I mean, if they'd stuck out their point, yeah. if I just they, uh, you said that the situation was they're down to ten men, which yeah. they were, of course, they battle back for three one down to free all. Yeah, right? I was just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Take your medicine. Yep. Take your point. Right. <laughs> mm. You've then got eighty five points. Bournemouth have now got eighty seven points. Yeah. You're in the you're still in the house. Oh yeah, so right yeah. now they're not mm. because they something. Of course, they want they want to know that they would get absolutely rinsed down the other end. But yeah. that never happened. That never happens, does yeah. it? Really? How, yeah. Even when you, you set the keeper happen? to do that on FIFA, it never happened. Actually, it happened the other way. Didn't it happen with Watford? It happened with Watford. Yeah, last season. Ke- right, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. So if, I was, if I was the keeper and I saw someone, I'll just chin someone immediately. You got him. He could. The problem was the keeper was running back yeah. and there was two Fulham players. Yeah. And he couldn't, whatever he would have done, he would have, he would have fucked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Just, if you're the keeper in that situation, rugby tackle the referee just to <laughs> make sure that he knows a foul. But I mean, Ful- I mean, Fulham are safe now, so it's kind of like, oh, why I did you have to do that? Fulham were pretty much safe before. Yeah, they were. That's what I mean. So but that's what did that. If Middlesbrough learn anything at any point as an overview of the club, it is safe. Yeah. But Ross. McCormack, you know, all the cottages. Middlesbrough fans chanting, you fat, and so mm. on. And you think, careful, yeah. you know, because <laughs> he really wanted to put, yeah. complete that hat trick of it. Gobble up some goals. Yeah. <laughs> the other sort of semi Middlesbrough point I want to make was yeah. that um, based, based on how um, Drogba's performed at the age of 37 for Chelsea, mm. I mean, against Arsenal, he was pretty peripheral again. Mm. Bamford. Um, you'd rather have Bamford up there leading mm. the line. He's a proper striker. I mean, it's going to be mm. harder for him in the Premier League, but Swap- he can lead the line. Swapsies. Get Drogba in for the playoffs. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't Swapsies. tell me you wouldn't have Bamford up there all day. Yeah, but they've done it's the deal. Come on, they've done the deal. And, and, and they didn't, the, the, you know, you didn't think that Diego Costa and Lock Remy would... But would I just fall. really want to make a load of consistent... Uh, football points uh, based around not being able to predict the future and being right afterwards. <laughs> That's true. So for That's that, very yeah. true. For that, to be fair, yeah. those like Middlesbrough that. fans, they were they were obviously cheering on. They were in good voice the whole the whole game. And when they lost the match, they started singing "Case or Arse or Art." You know, you know, we're off to Wembley sort of thing. They're, they're on a PR blitz basically after that terrible Middlesbrough um, video that they did. Mm. I think it was on, on the website at footballramble.com It's terrible. He's a guy oh, in Palmo and singing a yeah. terrible song. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That yeah, said, yeah. by the way, we're being a bit presumptuous here because there's absolutely no reason Middlesbrough can't absolutely pump Brighton 9 0 and hope that Bournemouth get beat by Sheffield Wednesday. Could happen. Mm. It's, it's a South Coast situation. Then they'll, then they'll be automatically promoted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 South Coast situation. <laughs> it's a Sounds South like a sort of dad covers situation. It's <laughs> not the worst film ever. <laughs> uh, Norwich, It's they? a South Coast <laughs> situation, mother. <laughs> it's an East Anglia situation now with Norwich. Mm. Uh, they, yeah, they, they drop point. Lovely goal from Gary Hooper, though. Would you like mm. to see a Norwich Ipswich playoff um, final? Farm Derby. Sorry, uh, old Farm Derby. <laughs> Yeah, I, I quite like to see Middlesbrough go up, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Derby as well. Maybe McLaren. Derby in Middlesbrough. It's going to be brilliant, because it always is. Of course it is, Jim. Of course I think it is. We say this literally every season, but I think this is... Well, you've got to remind I think people, this might you? be the best championship run-in since we've been doing the show. Mm. I guess better every year, though. Yeah. <laughs> so next but season. Bournemouth being up there, that's it, they've been brilliant. They've been scintillating. Well, Eddie, Eddie Howe was managing... I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying Eddie Howe was managing Bournemouth when they won on the last day of the season to not drop out the football league and now wow. he's about to promote them to the Premier League yeah seems so, I mean he, I, I'm pretty sure they beat Grimsby on the last day of the season 2009 I remember like them that. just staying up yeah and they mm. stayed up and then, and then um, the next season they got promoted 
and then obviously he's, he, he nipped off for a bit to go to Burnley, Burnley and then he came back and now they're about to be in the Premier League. Mm. So he's, just, he's done an amazing job there. I, I, I want them to get promoted and I, I want him to, to take a microphone from somewhere, just go onto the pitch and go, Eddie Howe, that's how, that is how, <laughs> and just lose it because <laughs> he's been brilliant. And the thing that's sort of often sort of overlooked is that when he did that at League Two, I think I'm right in saying he was th- about 31 years yeah, old. Yeah, he was yeah. when he took over, I think. Yeah, so I mean, it's an amazing <laughs> achievement. How old is he now? 37, something like that. Amazing. Yeah, he's been around for a little, mm. uh, a, a short while. Uh, Rotherham deducted three points for fielding an ineligible player. It was a player whose loan had run out, I think. Yeah, they're, yeah. In, they're in trouble now. Mm. But they, you would probably Do they have them. to pay interest on that player? They have to give like a bit more player back. To I, hope they so. <laughs> I hope so. You said they're in trouble, but I think they've got a game in hand over Millwall, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, Millwall look. Uh, so if they win the game in hand, so. I think they're. I think Millwall are relegated. Mm. Um, uh, Not less than they deserve, to be quite frank, this season. Yeah. They've been terrible. Let's go down to uh, to League Two, where Hartlepool United secured their league status, didn't they? PT with two one win against uh, Exeter City. Must be they've great. Done right. They've patron, done fantastically well. I mean, they were they were ten points from safety at the start of January, and they've been bottom of the table since October. Won four matches in a row in March. March madness. <laughs> there it is. Um, uh, but yeah, they've been in the football league since nineteen twenty one. Yeah, they, they're uh, still in the football league. They yeah. flirted with uh, relegation a couple of times, but they uh, they managed to uh, no more so more, no more so than this season. They're and one of only three teams in the football league to have never played at Wembley. And uh, am I right in saying that Ronnie Moore has essentially saved them, and he was a reasonably good manager of Tranmere, who have now dropped mm. out of the football league. Try, that's crazy with mm. Tranmere, isn't it? Yeah. You remember Tranmere being one below the Premier mm. yeah. and being, uh, you know, putting in good performances in the cup and being yeah. quite a, a tricky really, side. really famous game they had against Aston Villa. Where I think they might have won on penalties. I think FA, an FA that rings a bell. Semi final or something. Yeah. I remember it being one of the really early games. Mm. John Aldridge and um, yeah, oh, who's that young lad? Jason McAteer. Yeah, he came with Tramier, didn't he? Uh, yeah. I tell you who else did. Uh, Big Clint Hill. Yeah, and Dave Challen had a goal with a long throw. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, poor old Cheltenham Town there relegated. Um, as you say, along with Tranmere. The big story here is that Portsmouth finished in a, a dizzying sixteenth. <laughs> Consolidate. <laughs> potentially could finish thirteenth. They win the last. What game about the season. Shrews going up? With Burton no, I've got to be happy with that. Murray James is happy. Friend of the Ramble. Yeah, but, mm. but, but listen, Jimmy Floyd's Hasbro's done a good job. But, but, He's done a very good job. Yeah. Barnet. They're promoted back to the football, year, the football league after a two-year absence. What a strange situation with Martin Allen. Martin <laughs> Allen is... It, like, do you guys, are you guys aware if of the situation? If he's involved, can it be considered strange? Well, listen, I'll tell you, and you can be a judge of, afterwards. Old mad dog. It's his fourth spell at Barnet. Correct. And I think in about four or five years. Yeah. <laughs> the first two times he left to go to bigger clubs because he was doing well. He definitely went to Notts County at one point. And the first time he went to another club, and I forget who it was, but he basically just, just left them. And the third time he was there, um, this is off the top of my head, by the way, so if I'm getting this wrong, tough shit. The, th- the, third, time, <laughs> the third time was like a short-term contract, and I think he rescued them from relegation. And now he's gone back for a fourth spell. <laughs> like, even though he keeps leaving them for bigger clubs, <laughs> he keeps going back. It's like an abusive relationship. They, they, just, they just can't say no. He's talking about Andy Cole in the dock. Well, if I get anything wrong, you're on a tough <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. But the reason I, I wouldn't be surprised, because he's got a bit of history with Portsmouth. I wouldn't be surprised if Portsmouth's just nicking now. Yeah. Now, yeah. now he's on the job. Well, bring, remember that multicoloured uh, Cardi? Yeah, oh my God. Goodness. <laughs> like a patchwork quilt. Yeah, it wasn't even a cardigan. It was like a waistcoat, like a vest top thing. Yeah. Well, he, he's he's awarded the boys, or the club have uh, awarded um, 
the boys from Barnet a, a, a trip to Benidorm this week to that celebrate. That is the most wow. Martin <laughs> Allen <laughs> present, <laughs> isn't it? Absolutely yeah. amazing. It's all right, lads, I know a couple of... Mate of mine owns a chippy out there. Yeah. <laughs> he watches the sitcom, thinks you will, it's real. Yeah, <laughs> you, you will not have to eat any foreign food there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I've found us a nice Irish pub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys a fan of Only Fools North? There's <laughs> <laughs> a place that reruns them. Two, two all words, theme long. bar. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what's on the bar? There's like a little flappy bit that you lift up and then, oh, everyone, everyone falls over. Mm. Yeah, so well done them. Shall we go abroad? Mm. Yes, we shall. Here's what right, Mark Allen said. Yeah. <laughs> Benidorm. Serie A. Serie A. Torino 2, Juventus 1. Yeah, massive. In the Torino, uh, Torino, the Turin derby, rather. Uh, uh, Torino's first double win in 20 years. Grand Torino. 20 years. Pirlo. In my head, um, Torino are sort of a bigger deal in Italian football than they actually are. I think they were the first team I ever saw on Football Italia. Mm. I think they might have even been playing Juventus. Who's that? Would Andrea Salenzi been playing for them? Possibly. Mm. What was his nickname, Luke? Uh, the brush. The brush. Yeah. I think he, I'm pretty sure he played for Torino. If he didn't, then up yours. Well, Gran Torino. Yeah, Il Gran Torino is a legendary um, Torino team that um, I believe I'm right in saying was killed in, in a, a plane, plane crash. crash. Well, they, I think, they, yeah. they won lo- a lot of titles. Mm. I mean, they're, they're a historic club. Um, it's, it's, a sh- it's a weird one. They haven't beaten. Um, I mean, it's not really that weird because Juventus are obviously a very good team, but they haven't beaten Juventus for such a long time. But Torino are actually doing quite well. They, they they're on a really good run. I think they're mm. about eighth in the table. Though. Yeah, they're, they're having a good season. Cagliarella got the winner, didn't he? Cagliarella, that's man. That's right. Is it Cagliarella who scored that chip in the disastrous 2010 World Cup for Italy? In the I final group game, so. oh, they've already remember. gone home, but he scored an amazing Quite goal, possibly right. against yeah. Slovakia. I think mm. it was. Mm. Yeah, Pirlo scored, and now I'm, uh, little birdie was tweeting uh, that that was his 28th free kick in Serie A, which equals the record with Mihailovic. Right, okay. Wow. Mihailovic is definitely was wow. on. Two yeah. very different tactics when it comes to taking free kicks. Mihailovic was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, he'd yeah. it. He'd shoot from goal kicks. But, but in Venice to Torino, they're above both both the Milan clubs. So, you know, they're doing okay. Sorry about our seven yeah, other half, literally <laughs> half the league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fair. fair. Yeah, uh, Juventus play Real Madrid in the semi-final of Dash It's Champions great to league. see. I, 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 people will have different opinions on this because of Juventus in the 90s. and the yeah. No, I'm with you, man. All the rumours around how they did what I they want did to win it. the Lippi, but they, it's great to see them in the semi-final of yeah. the Champions League. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've only won it once, haven't they, before? They've been, is, yeah, um, they, they won in the three finals, but they won it once. But that, that makes all the sense what? in the world when you look at how dominant they were in Italian football. Yes. And for some reason, it didn't translate in uh, well, they yeah, they, they were in three... Cons- were they in consecutive finals? Or, or certainly... Yeah, didn't they lose a nil-nil board draw on penalties to Milan? No, that Old was in Trafford, that was in o- o- three, they, I think, or, or in the early noughties. They were in the finals, they were in the finals, 96, 97, 98, and they won it in 96. Yeah, they against also, Ajax on penalties. Yeah, they that also was. won it in 85, but that was obviously before the Champions League. Yeah, of course, yeah, right. yeah. And they lost to Dortmund in the final and maybe Real They've been to like years. seven European Cup finals. Or Fair like play to them then. Excuse me, but it has been a while since they... But just a, just, just it, a measure of how good they are um, in, in Serie A, I mean, that, and how good that Torino result is in the derby. They've only conceded 17 goals this season in the mm. league. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's, they've only lost three games. So they've I mean, had so little competition in it as well. It makes it even more impressive that they've got to the semi final because they've obviously, you know, maintained the motivation. But they've got mm. some amazing. That, that midfield, Pogba and Vidal. Is, yeah. Would you love to see them do a number class. over the Real Madrid? I really would, of actually. Of course, yeah. Really would. Because I like the fact that no one's retained the Champions League. Yeah, and so I think and if anyone retains the Champions League, just don't let it be them. <laughs> I mean, it'd be nice for Carlo, big Carlo. But yeah, I know what you mean. I, I want, I'm saying it now. We'll I take the to... positives if it happens, but yeah. that's, that's yeah. all saying that we don't really want to happen. Yeah, that's it. And hopefully Ramos can drop the trophy under a bus or something yeah, like that. Get sent off after the game. Yeah, um, Chicharito under a bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Nice, nice to see him back. Nice to see him back. Yeah. Um, 
Luca Toni scored a brace for Verona. Thirty-seven-year-old oh, Luca Toni, and not one of them was a header. No, the really <laughs> funny neither thing, one of them. Did you, have you seen the highlights of it? The, the second the, goal, <laughs> the second Brilliant. goal is the most Serie-A-paced yeah. like, sort of <laughs> burst through on goal. It's like watching it in slow motion. It's, it's amazing. It's Serie-A. <laughs> it's not one of the top clubs, and it's a thirty-seven-year-old man who specialises like, in headers, yeah. and he's d- he's he's jinking through <laughs> the defenders. <laughs> he's not roasting them; he's brazing them, <laughs> slow cooking them. Yeah. <laughs> It was like the, um, the first Southampton goal over the weekend. It was just like, what is happening there? <laughs> just a burst and like, just people go, oh, defence and forgotten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well put, Jim. Well put. Um, Mil- now, this is a strange one. Milan lost to Udinese 2-1. Mm. And uh, Filippo Inzaghi, of course, is in, in charge of Milan. And the club staff were, were angry, it, it, furious with the players' attitudes. This led to the players having to stay at the club's training ground as punishment. <laughs> so they, they slept there after the game. They were allowed to go home for a short while, but had to be back for, for dinner at the training ground. And the club have said, well, this is indefinite. So they could be yeah. there until the, until well, the arrest of the season. I don't even know if they can actually do that. But the, 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 <laughs> well, thing, the thing with that, the reason that I think that Milan was so annoyed with that Udinese uh, is because it was like, you know, when yeah, I, I, don't know, I think I'm right in saying earlier in the season there was a, there was a period where Aston Villa got beat by everyone and they just went and beat Liverpool. Yeah, and they got, got they beat by everyone. And they got beat by everyone afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And so Liverpool fans got really pissed off. <laughs> We're like, this is the Milan thing because Udinese hasn't won for ages. They hadn't won for <laughs> about six weeks and they just beat Milan. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and that's what I think, part of the reason they were so pissed off. That's so funny. They're so annoyed about it. They're, they're turning the club into effectively a football version of a boarding school. <laughs> just run out of punishment. Yeah, what else can we do? You're such dickheads. <laughs> We've got to keep a constant yeah. eye on you. <laughs> what are you doing? You can't be this bad. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. In, in, in stark contrast, in the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich won their 25th title on the weekend. Mm. They look really nervy doing it as well. Yeah, strange, really. Mm. Trebles on though, Jim. Absolutely. It's a fact, so Pep Guardiola's got a pretty good domestic record as a manager. Yeah, Jordan Bennett. Think, is, it, is it five, six of seven or five out of six league campaigns? Absolutely as a unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're down to the bare bones, aren't they? They've got a lot of injuries, which isn't great for the Champions League. Yeah, but you'd still fancy them. Yeah, or, or, or certainly fancy them to at least go toe to toe with with Barcelona. I loved what Karl-Heinz Rummenigge, the, the Bayern chairman, said after the game because obviously they've got the German Cup semi-final and Champions League semi-final to come. <laughs> he said, "We'll have a magnificent party at some stage, no worries, but all in good time." Yeah, there's a party <laughs> in the post for yeah. the chaps. Yeah, I love that. That's <laughs> the motivation. You think it's you know do well and you can get really pissed. Yeah, but if they got gubbed by Barcelona, Jim, would he really want a party? Um, I doubt it. Yeah, was no, it, no one wants a party after a gubbing. It's, <laughs> it's a good Scottish word that, which I haven't used much on the show to my uh, detriment. Two of my favourite Scottish terms are stramash. Oh yeah, for, yeah, for a, like a little like a, what's it called a, a malay yeah, yeah, and kika for black eye. I also like uh, sassanak kika. What does that mean? Sassanak is an English person, isn't it, Marcus? Or is it just a non-Scot? I've not heard that. Actually. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. wait, put it out, put it out the tender. Um, yeah. I was just going to say about Bayern Munich on the uh, just because I mentioned Juve. Bayern Munich have only conceded 13 goals in the league all season, <laughs> and three of those were against Munchen Gladbach in a 3 0 <laughs> defeat, which came from nowhere. It's sickening, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, like, so we, uh, apologies for repeating ourselves because we mentioned this a few weeks ago, but Thomas Muller said about a month ago, yeah, like, training's harder. Train, <laughs> training's <laughs> harder than the league. Playing against the Rezies is harder. Yeah. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> So good, isn't it? But I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite pleased that they're playing Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted I wanted Juve to get Real Madrid because I thought Juve have got a chance there, um, more so than the other two. But also as well, I think I think Bayern and Barca are probably the best two sides in Europe. And one could say, well, that would surely be the ideal final. But actually, over two legs, you'd perhaps get a more accurate reflection. Well, when, yeah. you t- when you talk about when Miller says that, I mean, he's probably said that it was a while ago. So it's probably after they beat Hamburg like eight 0 yeah, and yeah. then beat Paderborn like six 0 and it's like, well. 
I mean, of course, it's an uneven playing field. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, what, it's probably disrespectful. It's quite a German thing to say. Yeah. Like an, like an arrogant thing to say. Really but, confident. But he's probably right. I mean, the guy playing holding midfield or, or centre back in Bayern Munich's reserves mm. is probably as equally as good as whoever's playing for Palette Bayern. I mean, even yeah, not better. Yeah. So, I mean, it sort of does work. Even sense. genuinely, even Dortmund. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> they beat Dortmund. They beat them all like 1 0, didn't they? It was quite a close game. And Dortmund yeah. a bit better now. But. Uh, before we go to Pete's Mystery Voice game, shall we go, as we often do, to the Nigeria Premier League? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sunshine Stars beat Dolphins 2 1. I so, mean, are they, are they actual dolphins? <laughs> because I'm su- very surprised they scored, if that's the yeah, case. Yeah, impressive stuff. <laughs> I, mean, I know they're air-breathing out of mammals, but I mean, you know, really... They're very intelligent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They popped up. Have they, have they tricked Sunshine Stars <laughs> to conceding a goal just with their intelligence? With their natural guile. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, two Sunshine players have been given a one-match ban by the league management company. I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love it. it. Sounds like the sort of thing you have in a block of flats. Yeah. <laughs> we have to pay them something every month. To yeah. do, do, do Someone's got to be a representative <laughs> even though no one wants yeah, to. Yeah. We just take care of the league's communal areas, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the reason why they got given a one-match ban, some of you have seen this, uh, they stripped down to their underwear. Pants, we call them in England. Pants. Uh, during a goal celebration. And uh, the, the, the two players in question, Prince Agre and Ebenezer Udumlami. <laughs> Ebenezer. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were the players in question. Very well, interesting. That's a, that's a good... Uh, Pete Donaldson? I've done that before, yeah. yeah. You want me to do it now? <laughs> I'll do it now. Yeah. Um, oh, we should do a special episode of things Pete Donaldson has done before. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Take a while. We've only got an hour and a bit, though. Mm. Uh, and now it's time for Pete's Mystery Voice game. Before we go into Pete's Mystery Voice yeah. game, oh. I've un- I think I might have unveiled okay. a conspiracy yes. that right. goes to the very top <laughs> of, the, of the power brokers of the Football Ramble. Well, I'm going to eat my biscuit while you do it. Yeah, you'll like this, Pete. Last week... L- last I week, a bit of that. Oh, come on. That's very good. Last week... The mystery voice game mm. was rigged, put up by Illumsphere. Illumsphere, yeah, yeah. And he guessed it, cor- and and the person who guessed it correctly mm. was a guy called Ryan Hun. Yeah, and that's actually Illumsphere's name. Uh, I would, what? If you'd have let me get to the game, oh, I, explain this. Luke. I thought I'd uncover a conspiracy. Like he'd, he'd actually put himself up with a different Twitter account and then guessed it to get the credit. It was an old email for a different game. Oh, so it was my admin that was uh, at fault there. So it was Illumsphere. Sit down, son. Yeah. <laughs> In the words of Dr. John Hammond, damn, but, but, at least you know I'm on the ball. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> and, and We're running a tight ship here. And also, I've, I've fucked up either way, so don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I thought it was genuinely sinister from Ryan and I was going to pull him up on it because oh, uh, it's good that you waited then yeah. it's not a question yeah. of getting up early because Pete doesn't sleep no it's true yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pete doesn't sleep he waits <laughs> yeah alright well listen Ryan I, um, if you're listening which I know you are I apologise yeah but presumptuous yeah there you go far away Petey um, well uh, yeah basically uh, this was last week's noise hello good morning Welcome to FFA TV. I wish all the best for Australia and World Cup, and I hope they have a good time in Brazil. And, uh, yeah, only three people got it right this time round, which is quite exciting. Uh, Ross Glennie uh, voted for Alessandro Del Piero. No, don't be silly. Uh, Clarence Seedorf, uh, Robin Uy. No. Uh, who else we got? Um, Mark says, is it Tim Schoed learning German for his Bayern Munich interview for manager? <laughs> <laughs> Alex Stevens, Michael Ballack. No. Uh, yeah, so pretty much everyone got it wrong. Apart from Mark Houston, Chris Ship and also uh, Adrian DeMac. It was Rocky Jr. Oh, oh, speaking Rocky a Jr. bit of the foreign languages. Adrian DeMac. It's confusing, isn't it? 
What? Adrian DeMac. Oh, you're not know. Googling him, are you? No, no, I'm not. No, no, I'm oh, he was the drummer in the Velvet Underground in DeMac Daddies. I'm desperately trying to get the highlights of the week up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Well, it's all right. You've still got a bit of time because we've got to play this week's uh, game. Se han ido muchos jugadores, han venido muchos y hay que dejar el tiempo. If you know who that is, it's voice at thefootballramble.com. Simple as end of. There we go. Mm. And now it's time for... Are we having a website yeah, roundup? Yeah, we a website roundup. Um, web, web. It's... Well, always from the always excellent Kelly Wells, yeah, as yeah. you guys know. Um, this <laughs> week's website highlights, or web lights, if Webbles. you prefer, include the real reason why David Cameron mixed up uh, West Villa and Aston Ham, which I'm sure you all saw. <laughs> oh, yeah, of Fantastic. Course, yeah. Um, the worst video Middlesbrough have produced since the last one, mentioned by people. But, but I mean, you um, actually um, stuck your oar and sort of said that that, that was a Palmer. Now, yeah. I, I think it's supposed to be a Palmer, but it doesn't look like a Palmer because there's no bechamel sauce or yeah, cheese the Palmer, in it. Yeah, a Palmer normally furious. goes in a box, doesn't it? It comes in a box with cheese and, and, yeah. and like but a pizza. I, I think that was very obviously the reference, wasn't it? Yeah, but it just looked like yeah, um, his hand, though, that's yeah. just a chicken escalope. Yeah, anyway, look, look at it for yourself. Mm. Um, why Cheltenham Town were relegated in pictures, and um, what have we got here? Let us rejoice in Pep Guardiola's trousers. An article mm. about football and social media that poor misguided rambler Connor Towers has referenced in his dissertation. Ooh. Apparently, he genuinely has done that. So <laughs> we, yeah, we, he split his trousers, didn't he? We, uh, we, we apologise in advance for your oh, uh, Pep did yeah, poor decision. It. Um, yeah, like he did, yeah, he split his trousers celebra- against Porto. celebrating against Porto. Yeah. Did you see um, uh, the jockey where he had his bum out? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> that. It was, it was a, um, a meet somewhere in the last week, and a, a jockey was riding around on his horse, and uh, his, his bum came out. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> funny. That makes it sound like it fell off. <laughs> Top of the shot for highlights of the week um, was going to be the um, the guy who, who was sacked for having sex with a fan in the dugout. But you guys talked about it last week. Yeah, that's so, right. Last week, yeah. yeah, ruined that one. So cheers for that. I saw the video. It was a bit depressing, to be honest. Was it? Yeah, it made yeah. you feel quite sad. Yeah, it? a little yeah. bit. It's yeah, a bit it gross be. that that video is publicly yeah. available. Mm. That's horrible. Yeah, well, it's a, well, we live in a Move on. Um, Johnny Tightlip says Italian teams <laughs> back at latter stages of a Champions League in the Europa League as the football gods intended. Yeah. Hashtag stop us at Paolo Maldini. Yeah. <laughs> good man, good man. Um, Agreed. What else have we got here? Uh, Nick Murphy says Paul versus Corby, first versus second, last game of the season, the Southern Premier with both sides level and 91 points. Corby racing to a two goal lead. Pegged back to two all before Montserrat International Spencer Weir Daly <laughs> snatches the lead back for Corby and the title with nine minutes left to play. Hashtag last day drama. Lovely drama. Wonderbar. Great to hear like an, an international player playing in the Southern Premier League. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, Lee Curtis, well, there's a few people got in touch with this one, but Lee Curtis was first, so he gets the name check. St Mirren's captain Stephen Thompson. Oh, this is amazing. Goring teammate John McGinn through the horrible. thigh with a spiked pole in a training ground prank. Prank. He threw it at him, didn't he? And yeah. He, he, he just joking around. Well, I know that, that. I love that was his explanation. I was. Oh, I didn't mean anything like that. It was just a joke. What you, you threw a spear at him as a joke? <laughs> yeah, but you can imagine though if you uh, if you got you a spear. This is this is how the BBC reported. Thompson <laughs> yeah. threw a spiked pole at McGinn, which pierced his thigh, and meant the twenty-year-old missed the Saturday game against Kilmarnock. The Scotland under-21 midfielder is expected to be out for a further three weeks with the injury. <laughs> I'm mortified by the whole thing," said Thompson. "It was a daft prank." Um, the 36-year-old then added, "I threw it for a laugh. Stupid me trying to be funny, and unfortunately, it's anything but. It's a total disaster." <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got it, got a past for this as well. This guy's literally old enough to be it's his not, dad. It's, yeah. But it's not a prank, is it? No. Like, 
launching an enormously spiky object. <laughs> well, Lee, Lee Curtis finishes off by saying, well, they won the game 4-1. His methods are unorthodox, but damn, they get results. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I wonder, who's guy, next. I wonder who's next in the reign of terror. Yeah. This guy has also um, been out injured before because I think he sliced a nerve in his hand when cutting up an apple. Um, <laughs> and he was also out for a time because he fell off of a banana boat on holiday. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I'll shout so, something of the Keegan about <laughs> this guy. Um, captain. He's captain of the team. <laughs> so, he wasn't captain of the boat, though, was he? The, the manager's like, that's captain material now. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, the fact it's a banana boat. How, if it was just a boat, uh, uh, How few <laughs> leaders do they have in that squad? <laughs> the last captain died because he set up a trebuchet and fired <laughs> himself over a wall. Well, old uh, Jimmy's going to be captain, but he's got his foot caught in a bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> so he's lost a yard. <laughs> um, I'll finish off the highlights with uh, Adam Gilder, who says, my heart of the week is overtaking former professional footballer Lee Hendry in the London Marathon after only doing two weeks training. <laughs> but, to be fair to Lee Hendry, Adam doesn't say what point of the marathon he overtook him yeah. and whether he finished or what time he did or whether Lee mm. Hendry overtook him as well. Yeah. The fact is that he overtook him at some point. Isn't but, Lee Hendry an absolute state now? Or am I just being silly? I think that's harsh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a look. Have a oh, he's doing the marathon. 26 and a half miles fair play yeah, but he was oh, overtaken by a guy who'd only trained for two weeks no, yeah, well, yeah, but we don't know if this guy's he uh, plays for Basford United no, he, looks, he looks alright Lee Andrew. yeah leave off Lee lovely tan he's 37 now yeah I mean to be fair though, that is peak time he's doing the marathon that's mm. peak age for a distance run I mean they, people get better as they get older distance running generally mm. I was thinking of someone else clearly yeah, in, in, indeed uh, is that all any more highlights I think anymore that's about it yeah. uh, marvellous stuff uh, Pete what's happening on Absolute Radio this weekend loads of stuff it is a match from the Stadium of Light I think I do believe it's uh, Southampton versus Sunderland this weekend yes why if, have if I chosen that, that game if that match is happening it was interesting isn't it yeah <laughs> Interesting. What's wrong with you? In the eye of the beholder. Yeah. yeah. Bournemouth are 3 0 up. Oh, they're up. They're up. They're up. We're on the cherries. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, well done there. Uh, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And of course, the website where the uh, always excellent Kelly Wells operates is thefootballramble.com. Oh, one thing, I'd, forgive me if you mentioned this in the in, in the roundup, but the Algeria. Oh, we didn't mention that. No, I was going to mention But Kelly that. wrote a good piece on that. Yeah. And actually, all is maybe not what it seems. Okay, so the situation in the Algerian top flight is very, very close to the point of where I think there's something like. 10 points or something separating the 16 teams 11 yeah. 11, 11 points, points from 16th which is bottom I think at the first. moment it's mathematically possible for every team to win yeah. that can't be the case <laughs> that can't be the case no, no, no I think it is because oh no, 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 it wouldn't be but yeah I mean it's very close anyway but I mean Kelly's written an excellent piece on it we won't reveal too much but get yourself over to thefootballround.com to, to look at it do it to check that out say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Luke goodbye say goodbye Petey goodbye and that's the power of love Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.